Legally Blonde, Suits, My Cousin Vinny. All badass lawyers, all different. Which begs the question, what type of lawyer do you want to be? Don't waste another second thinking, ugh, I don't even know what types of lawyers there are. Trust us, we've been there. Let's put a stop to that once and for all. Go take the 90-second quiz from new lawyer now what coach Angela Vorpal to give yourself a clear picture of the best fit type law for you. Go to www.whattypeoflawyerquiz.com and take the quiz today. Once you've taken the quiz, send us a DM on Instagram to let us know what type of lawyer you got. We can't wait to hear. and welcome back to Ladies Who Law School podcast. I'm Haley. And I'm Sam. And this week is the Valentine's Day episode. Happy Love Day, happy Galentine's, and happy Valentine's Day to all of our listeners. We love you all. And today we're going to read some law school love stories. I guess before we get into it, we should maybe give some insight into our own personal lives as law students because, you know, you guys love transparency. And we both have been in relationships throughout law school. So I have been dating another law student. And then Haley has been dating someone who isn't a law student. So I guess the we're not going to like get into it because we've definitely talked about this before. But if you were to give one best thing about dating someone not in law school and then one challenge that you found dating, you know, maybe a challenge that you had to work through? Well, I would say maybe when it comes to a challenge or anything like that, I definitely have to preface like things that I say whenever I was trying to practice um, entering my exhibits. I was trying to get Colton to play along with me and I was like, state your name for the record, you know, and he's over here like, what the hell are you doing? So I think sometimes there's just like that you know, miss misfire whenever we're both trying to talk about something or I'm trying to think about, oh, that happened at school and, you know, this is what happened. But I think it's also really nice just because he is not in law school, obviously. One of the good things about dating someone who isn't in law school is that their life is different. They have their own things going on. You can really just escape and you can kind of realize that the law isn't everything and that there's a whole other world out there going on that you might not realize. And you can also get that perspective of what I like to call the lay person. You know, he's my jury, even though he might not be my well-rehearsed witness ready for my exhibits, but he is a good um, jury member type person that can kind of give me his perspective on, you know, my opening statements or, you know, just even my writing. And as we talk about Colton, it's actually his birthday today. Happy birthday, babe. HBD. Um, Hope you like that red velvet cake. It was so good, guys. I mean, we haven't eaten it yet by the time we've recorded this, but it was so good, guys. <laughs> we already know. We already know. Um, if you're ever in Oklahoma City, go to Ingrid's. Definitely go. So what about you, Samantha? You know, you guys have dated since 1L. 
you dated right off the bat and you've been going through all the crazy shit we've done in law school from COVID to all the normal stuff that we've had to do, you know, what, what's, what's the, what's the plus in the negative? So I think, um, a challenge for us personally was, um, that maybe other people may not experience just because we had COVID, you know, I think, um, starting law school, dating, and then like pretty much living together off the bat um, because of COVID, you know, we had to go through a lot of stressful times and like hard times really quickly and like get to know each other when we are very at our lowest almost, you know, Um, and, you know, through just immense life changes. Um, So it was a challenge, right? But on the flip side, the positive is that like we're going through this together. Um, you know, he understands the stress of law school and the legal field in general and understands, um, how it goes and we can relate on that, you know? So yeah. Yeah. And we can talk until like, I love when we just deep dive on an intellectual topic. Um, but we always, we have the same likes too, you know, and also we're excited to have a relationship when law school's over and like, be able to do normal things that we weren't able to do or had the time to do prior, you know? So. No, absolutely. I mean, I definitely think that there is a whole nother aspect to your relationship out there as it is for many people. But since you guys started dating in law school and have been dating the past three years, once that's over, once the bar is over, it's going to be a whole new situation and a whole new area to navigate of not seeing each other as much every day and things like that. Because like you said, during COVID, when you live with people, you see every part. And I think that people, you know, whenever you said you're lowest, like, I think it was just so stressful and so scary and no one really knew what was going on. And yeah, I really do think that it helped you learn more about each other, even though you guys are lawyers together, right? It's just a whole nother part of a person that you learn. And I think too, what's interesting is when you're in law school, you're changing. And that's why a lot of people say relationships don't always work because change brings about feelings and thoughts that you might not have had before. So as you really change in law school, if you have a significant other when you go in or if you're dating or anything like that, you know, you just kind of keep that in mind that it's really important to put yourself first in this whole process. I couldn't have said it better. So on that note, we asked you guys to send your law school love stories, whether it was cringe or cute. Um, and you guys sent us some great ones. So we figured we would just share them, react as we go, you know, just have some lighthearted, light, lovey laughs. I don't know. Because, um, we, you know, we love cute things. So um, let's just dive in. Okay, so our first one, I'll just read it as it's written. We were in a summer program together two years ago. While we were both in different relationships, oops, lol, we crossed paths again last semester where he asked me what our first assignment for evidence was. I always thought he was so cute, and to this day, he tells me that he wasn't sliding in my DMs, just wanted the homework, lol, but four months later, he's still around. Aww. That's cute. 
you know, I, I feel sometimes like it's sliding just, in the DM. Yeah, it's just such a thing to like ask for someone's homework. I feel like that's like the easiest way to like. Did we say that that's like the law school way to like slide in someone's DMs? Like, you know, if someone has a picture of a dog, you're like, oh, cute dog. In law school, it's like, hey, do you remember what we did in class? Like, could I just have your notes? the reading? Yeah. Something that you already know the oh, answer uh, to. Do you want to like read together? <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to read it to me? Like, <laughs> The next one goes like this. My current boyfriend and I met during October of 1L. We were just friends. He had a girlfriend and I was seeing a guy, both doing the long distance thing. Turns out his girlfriend was cheating on him and my guy was seeing other girls. Mm. So we bonded over that and became closer friends really quick. Our mutual friend, also a 1L with us, worked her magic and somehow got both of us to admit to her that we liked each other. He was studying at my apartment one day. Told you. Yeah, like, yeah. Come come read with me. Um, apartment one day when I finally asked him, is there something going on here between us? He said he liked me and wanted to ask me out, but was waiting till he was about to leave when his backpack and coat were on in case I said no. So he could just <laughs> run away. Oh, I get that. We went on a couple of dates before Thanksgiving and went and it went super well. Over winter break, my dad got open heart surgery and he FaceTimed me every day while I cried on the phone. Oh my God. The rest is history. He is the most amazing, sweet, and caring guy who always makes me laugh. After years of dating the bad boys and cheaters, I realized I deserve an honest, loyal man. Yeah. Man. Wow. <laughs> um, our one year anniversary will be St. Patty's Day. Oh, that's coming up. That's yeah. next month. We're still in law school and we have our matchmaker friend to thank. Oh, now yes. we share a locker for a heavy law book. So fingers crossed we stay together. That is so, so cute. cute. I love it. I love the friend part too, right? Like our matchmaker friend. And I can totally see it. Like I tell people all the time that law school is like high school in the sense that you're just around friends. Friends are together. Everyone's talking. Everyone's just with each other so much. You can't help but like confess your love for someone. So totally. Okay, this one says, he isn't in law school, but I'm a 1L, and he still loves me after listening to me ramble about parole evidence. L-O, freaking L. I get that. I feel that on a personal level, girl. Okay, next one. I always loved Taco Bell before law school. <laughs> my, But my love only intensified the first time I cried over a 60-page tort reading. <laughs> Taco Bell has been there for me every single time that I've almost lost my shit before a brief deadline. In fact, every time my mind says I'm dropping out, my heart actually says, no, you're not. You just need some fire sauce. Taco Bell, thank you for all the me- all the memes. <laughs> now, please sponsor me so I don't have to work in big law forever. That's amazing. I love that one. Oh my gosh. I know. I think when you started reading, you were like, wait a second. I was like, wait, who's Taco Bell? Yeah, what? (laughs) Okay. Okay, so this one's a wild one. Believe it or not, our love story began on Zoom. Pandemic world, I roll emoji. I was the president of the Student Bar Association, and I was tasked with assisting the fall orientation. Of course, in typical pandemic fashion, it was entirely online. I was asked briefly to introduce myself to the hundred plus new students before proceeding to breakout rooms, 
When the floor was all mine, my boyfriend spotted me during my speech and snapped a picture to send to his friend saying, quote, this girl is gorgeous, hard eye emoji, quote, end quote. (laughs) A few moments later, we randomly ended up in the same breakout room. He reminisces by saying he was awestruck by my presence. Well, Zoom presence. (laughs) A few days later, he emailed me about becoming an SBA representative for his class. We had the position open, so I encouraged him to apply. He asked if we could meet again over Zoom so he could pick my brain about law school and joining the SBA. So we set up a meeting a few days after that. After logging on, there was this devilishly handsome man with a big cheesy smile on his face, absolutely beaming with his subtle twinkle in his eyes. So descriptive. I love it. I can't believe I'm in the presence of a celebrity, he exclaimed. Flattered, I chuckled and we proceeded speaking about what various roles he would play on the SBA. How I became the SBA president, editor-in-chief of the moot court, notes editor, and published author on the law review, and director of the peer tutoring program. Okay, flex on it. (laughs) Like, okay, subtle flex, okay. Little did I know, that was the beginning of a long long journey leading up to us. Once he joined SBA, he and I became close. I had recently gone through a nasty breakup and a handful of flings, and I swore that my true love would have to become my best friend first before I would contemplate something more. That was his plan all along. Naive as ever, I never thought he would be the one. Well, I shouldn't say that. He told me that he only saw us as friends, so what else would I think? Funny thing is, as soon as he said that to me, He texted our friend, who was completely aware of his master plan, and questioned why he was foolish enough to say such a thing. Fast forward to April, he and I are truly best friends. He has been flirting with me nonstop, but again, I'm a little naive, so I wasn't picking up on it. I told him about this sushi place that I went to with a friend, and he mentioned that we should go. So I responded, yes, let's get a group, group together, and we did. Of course, that's not what he was originally planning on, but he would have done anything to finally meet me in person. At the time, he lived about two hours, exclusive of traffic, from me. He decided to come out to the sushi place near my hometown just to be with me. Well, I kind of ended up leaving him slightly deflated when he... When the guy I had been seeing on and off, which he knew about, joined us for dinner. Again, little naive Nancy didn't pick up any hints from him. He's like, come on. A month later, my fling had ended for good and he knew it was his chance. We were hanging out every weekend at that point and he knew he had to move fast. We planned to go to our friend's graduation party together and get a joint gift. He knew that this was his chance, that is, until I asked one of my best friends if she wanted to carpool us with us to the party. Um, so the three of us went together. This You're girl. like, oh. This girl, she's like, friends don't eat him so hard. This guy has to be great because he's sitting right? around for this. We'll be right back. Hey guys, we want to take a moment to talk about something that has been a game changer for us busy lawyers, Audible. Yes, Audible has been our go-to platform for incredible audiobooks, offering an extensive library of thrillers, nonfiction, autobiographies, and mysteries. And guess what? We've got a special treat for you. 
Audible is offering a free trial to our listeners, and all you need to do is check the link in the show notes. It's the perfect opportunity to experience the magic of audiobooks without spending a dime. Speaking of thrillers, I know you're currently hooked on Never Lie by Frida McFadden. Samantha, can you tell us a little bit about it? Absolutely. The twists and turns in Never Lie have kept me on the edge of my seat during the workday and even when I'm on my daily walks. It's like having a suspenseful companion wherever I go. And for those looking for some financial wisdom, I have been engrossed in My Money, My Way by Kamuku Love. It's packed with practical advice on managing finances, perfect for anyone trying to navigate the complexities of money management. What we love most is the flexibility Audible offers. As lawyers, our schedules can be unpredictable, but with Audible, we can enjoy our favorite books on the go, whether we're stuck in traffic, hitting the gym, or waiting for a court hearing. So if you're ready to embark on a literary journey and discover the joys of audiobooks, click the link in the show notes to start your free trial with Audible. Trust us, you won't want to miss out on this fantastic offer. After the party, he and my friend followed me inside to see my new apartment, and my friend wasn't getting the hint from him to leave so he could ask me to dinner. With that, he once again left deflated. At the time, we were really into sending each other voice memos. Within 10 minutes of him leaving, I got a voice memo from him saying if he made it all the way back home without asking me this, he would regret it. Drum roll. So he asked me to dinner. Once again, naive Nancy strikes again. Oh, I wish I could, but I have a date tonight. Cue the further deflation. Two minutes pass and my date for the evening canceled. Dun, dun, dun. I sent him a voice memo saying that the date was canceled and if he wanted to grab dinner, I was free. Not knowing that he was asking me on a date. Eagerly, he responded that he was turning around and would be at my apartment soon. Then it hit him. I was too stupid to realize that he was asking me on a date. Next thing I know, I get another voice memo. Just to be clear, I'm kind of asking you on a date. Shocked, I accepted the invitation and immediately called my friend who was just with us to ask her if she saw that coming. What? No way, she exclaimed. Well, you're going, right? Absolutely. And it was the best date I'd ever had. One month later... We officially became boyfriend and girlfriend. A few months over the, a few months after that, we moved in together. Now we're planning our future together, getting ready to buy a house, and I think someone in this relationship is about to pop the question. He's the best thing to ever happen to me, and I am so grateful that our school brought us together. Oh I'm chills. That was such a good one. Oh my gosh, I love that we're planning a future and we're gonna get a house. <laughs> It feels so grown, doesn't it? Okay, I fell for a guy in three out of the four of my 1L classes. We've been dating ever since, and we'll both be starting jobs in the same city this September. I couldn't have gotten through all the ups and downs of law school without him by my side, rooting me on. Smiley face. I love that. I love supportive partners, you know? Okay, next one. Met up with a bunch of classmates over the summer and instantly clicked with this guy and became best friends 
Both of us were in relationships at the time. This seems to be a common Mm -hmm. thing. But neither of our partners really supported us in the way we needed in terms of balancing the relationship and law school. Hmm. Eventually, we admitted feelings for each other, and we started dating after our relationships fell apart. Timeline was wild, but I wouldn't change a thing. That was sweet. They say don't hook up with people in your section, but I did not heed to this warning. (laughs) Am I being called out? I don't know. (laughs) I did, however, wait until I was really sure that I liked him. It got to a point where I felt like I was going to burst if I didn't share my feelings. We've been dating ever since. Mm, That's sweet. I love how people like feel so like passionate and like in love, you know, in law school, which is crazy because your heart feels so empty. I'm just kidding. Okay. This isn't as happy. Okay. So my one L year of law school, I got approached by a two L student who instantly, and I don't mean this rudely, but was in love with me. He was always hanging around and asking questions and just being super, super flirty. However, this sweet man was extremely awkward, like to the point of uncomfortable. He was so nice and so sweet, but just so awkward. So randomly, he asked me if I want to get brunch with him, which it should be noted, I have an issue in my brain where I truly can't comprehend someone asking me on a date. So I genuinely just thought it was him being nice. So we go to brunch. It's nice, but there's no romantic interest on my part. So after the date, which I did know was a date, which I didn't know was a date until after, he sends me a text message essentially telling me he's very interested in me and that he wants to go on another date and is interested in officially dating me. This is when I found out it was a date. I know, I know, I'm dumb. Anyway, I kindly responded that I wasn't really in a space for a relationship at the time and that I thought we would be better off as friends. Should I probably have just been honest at that moment and told him I wasn't romantically interested in him at all? Yeah, for sure. That was a mistake because I left the door open wide enough for him to try and barge through it every single day. What followed is a sequence of a year and a half of him constantly asking me to hang out to Zoom once we went online. I got It got to the point where I wanted to scream, dude, I'm not interested. Please stop. I even explained to him one time that boundaries are extremely firm for me and that I have a lot of trauma resulting from people overstepping them. I told him I didn't feel like he was respecting my boundaries and that I needed him to stake a, take a step back from flirting. So it ends up being our 2 year. It's April. He's moving in May. He's a 3L. And I won't have to deal with this such with this such uncomfortable situation. So he has texted me no less than 20 times asked, and asked if we could hang out. Asked if we can go on a walk. Asked if we can grab lunch. Each time I make up an excuse or just politely decline. Finally, he asks if he can come over to my apartment to go on a walk before a meeting in which we're both board members. I hit my breaking point and just said, sure. In my head, I was thinking, okay, if I just go on this walk, he'll get this out of his system. Leave me alone. When he moves, I was wrong. He came over to my apartment building. I met him outside. We quickly went on a walk with my dog. Then when we get back to my apartment, he goes, oh, actually I brought my laptop so we could do the meeting together. Y'all, 
I should have said no. I should have been like, uh, no thanks, but I didn't because I was so shocked that this man just assumed he'd be able to come to my apartment for the board meeting. I spent the whole meeting being really upset that he assumed he was just going to be able to basically ambush me into allowing him into my home. Another firm boundary I, I draw with men. After I made up some lame excuse for why I needed to go run errands and proceed to walk him out, only later did I realize that I never actually gave him the address to my apartment building. Oh, no. And he'd never been there before. And I just felt so uncomfortable. And like every boundary I tried to establish was violated. Yes, this I'm agreeing. And that he didn't really care because he's a nice guy. Needless to say, he attempted to contact me a few more times, but I just didn't respond. I didn't feel like it was okay to constantly be pushing for more when I made it extremely clear that I wasn't interested in anything romantic. I'm sure this story might not put me in the best light. Not true, girl. But y'all have to understand that I felt so violated by him constantly pushing the boundaries and not respecting the actual words I was saying. So needless to say, I don't congratulate i did not congratulate him when he passed the bar and i hope we don't run into each other ever again uh no that's so weird I, the part about the address yeah if someone okay in college <laughs> i had a guy that literally would like show up at my, show up at my apartment and like play music underneath and like be dorm, like right? really yeah my dorm and, like be super creepy but i can only imagine like even more yeah like you've been an adult for a while and like you're doing this like so creepy i just the the not understanding the boundaries and the assuming like he just did not get the point damn that was crazy i literally shook all right guys in our last one i thought i was gonna stay single for law school but a month before moving a friend reconnected with me Let's just say we hit it off. I'm in my first year of law school with a long distance boyfriend, but I wouldn't trade him for anything. I did not see that coming. So I think, you know, all these stories show that, you know, law school is no different than the real world. Relationship stuff still happens. You know, you can have happy relationships and relationships that don't work out. Mm -hmm. It's really about how you and the person are, you know? Absolutely. And I think it's important to recognize that people come to law school in relationships. People make relationships in law school. People make relationships in law school that aren't law students, right? But just like you said, Samantha, life doesn't stop, you know, just like the girl whose dad had open heart surgery. And it's really important, like, how does the person that you are talking to, dating, boyfriend and girlfriend, partners with, how are they responding to the things in your life? How are they responding to your stress and things like that? And I think all these stories were great representations of things that can happen in law school, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and how it just, it's an ever changing situation. You know, you, you go into law school thinking like our last, you know, writer said, I'll, I won't have a boyfriend. I'll be single in law school to make me better. And then just when you least expected it, someone walks into your life. And I think that that is probably the big takeaway when you least expect it, when you're in a bad place, when you really need someone, when you like the girl said, I'm going to only date someone who's my best friend. Like you just don't always see the people that end up becoming such a good match for you immediately as your partner. You know, people say love at first sight, of course, but Uh, attraction and good looks 
are only good for meeting people. It's what's inside that matters. And on that note, everyone should watch Love is Blind on Netflix. Just kidding. No, they are not sponsoring this. I wish. But um, yeah, it just made me think, you know, like Love is Blind. If you guys haven't watched that, it's like where you meet people and like you don't see each other. You just like talk through a wall Mm -hmm. and they like legitimately get engaged and like get married. And some people last and some people don't. Yeah. Um, yeah. Netflix. It's season two. They're releasing episodes bit by bit. So join us in watching them. And everyone, have a great Valentine's Day. Have a great week. We love you. And just put out the good energy and the vibes that you want back. And we promise you, it will serve you. Stay safe. Stay healthy. And we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.